0: Learn more at Marines.com. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor, Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer, Corey Clark. More weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron.
1: The Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV, begins right now. Good to be with you as always. There's Ira and Corey on the other side of the glass. I'm Jeff. And you guys are you guys, and you're here with us, and we appreciate that very, very much. We'll begin by saying, hey, by the way, I saw Ben over at Capital City Country Club. He had just finished a round of golf. Nice. And um, I asked him where his prodigy son was. Uh, apparently, you know, he was the one who's yeah, going to yeah, beat yeah. Corey yeah. in golf. Yeah. Um, but uh, he wasn't out there. He wasn't out there. But it was good to see Ben. Ben, good to see you. And uh, yay, sausage. Register sausage indeed. So there you go.
2: Ben the sausage guy. He
1: is. Yes. Got
2: and some breaking news from the uh, Register Sausage family. Oh, this wow. week. Okay. Well, not really breaking news, but just kind of an update on okay. the constant saga, the 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 battle we're fighting with grocery stores across the southeast, of course, across the country. We're winning it's an too. slowly battle. but surely, we're yeah, winning we are. the battle. Apparently, the uh, one of the grocery stores in, in St. Augustine.
1: Oh, that's one of my favorite cities.
2: Had to reach out to registers this past week and say, "Hey, we're tired of getting yelled at. Mm. Our meat manager's tired of getting harassed." Right. Damn by it, these man. headliners,
3: let's get with these. Yeah.
2: So he asked for a shipment because uh, old
3: doggy, know. doggy coming through. Yeah, there you go, St. Augustine. I like it. Oldest city on Earth, right? Isn't that what they say?
1: And
2: apparently, last to get <laughs> registered. <planet> Earth, yes. <laughs> on the planet Earth. <laughs> 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 this is what they say. Uh, uh, no, uh,
1: it's a wonderful place, but they want their sausage. Yeah, man. The
2: headliners have spoken.
1: Yeah. Well. I, you know, there are several headliners in St. Augustine because they heard me mention that I like St. Augustine. And I got a lot of messages like, we're over here listening, man.
2: And it's right next to Jacksonville, which you also love. I uh, love no, Jacksonville. I
1: don't like Jacksonville proper. Jacksonville Beach is just fine. Like the beach very much so. Um, you know.
2: But now you have another reason to like St. Augustine. I've always you-
1: liked it. I'll be over there uh, real soon. There's a couple concerts this summer I'm going to be attending.
2: So. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, you can get some registers on the way, Jeff. Register sausage, or is, when you uh, get
3: there, apparently.
1: I I have register sausage at the house. I don't have to go to St. Hugs to get it. But if I wanted to, I now could.
2: Yes. And if you live in an area that does not have the delicious register sausage, the jalapeno cheddar, the andouille, mm. I think we should make it like a French andouille, andouille. <laughs> Oh, like that, yeah. yeah. But
1: you have to say it that way when you order. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> if we're ever together and you're getting that, I want you to order it that oh, way. Dilly. Yeah, say it like that so they can look at you. Or
2: when you're talking to the meat manager, and uh, or you can go online registermeats.com. They will deliver it to you. Comes in a cooler, ice packed, fresh, delicious. Registermeats.com.
1: Delicious as it is, and demand it from the meat man. There at your local grocery store. All right, so they had a scrimmage. Now they have a practice today. Well, we think, right? That's not going to get canceled if there's inclement weather. Hey, man, they weather. got an indoor facility. They do, and man. it's a full 100 yards. Yep. it's yeah, awesome. That's right. It's it's the whole one. Yeah, they can they can go in there. So they'll they'll keep on keeping on. I don't know
2: I that. Think, uh, I think on Miami week, maybe they should just block off the last 40 yards and just say we're <laughs> just trying to have a fair fight. Yeah, good <laughs> point. We, we, we think this is unfair to Miami.
1: Or they should only practice in the indoor practice facility, letting Miami know. We could if we wanted to, just practice here every day. We, we've got it right here at uh, our disposal. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the main thing on knock on Wood here, I say it every time when we're in spring football, whether it's a bad team, but it's especially true when it's a good team because I'm selfish that way and I want them to stay good, It's more enjoyable. Uh, nobody get hurt. Nobody get hurt. Nothing crazy. Everybody hang in there. Sounds like they got through scrimmage number one without any major injuries. Knock on wood. That's first and foremost always. And then the only other news, and we'll, Harken back, circle back, and talk a little bit more about the scrimmage. Uh, Derek McClendon is, is decided to enter his name into the transfer portal. I don't think anybody's stunned people have been asking about him for over a week. That'll happen when, you know, there's footage of people practicing and he's not amongst those people. People can pick up on that pretty quickly. And people have been asking me for a while about it, and all I've had to say about that is, listen – This staff has done a real good job of when a guy's gone, he's gone, and he's off that roster quickly. Just monitor the damn roster. That'll tell you who's still there and who's not. Uh, His name no longer on the roster. He's in the transfer portal. I do want to say this. That's not great news. He's not a huge difference maker. He's not a change-the-game kind of player. He is part of the four-man rotation with the defensive ends. He would have played a lot of snaps and they become a little less than what they were. That's all I'll say about that is that he will – that that hurts a little bit. Not a lot, not enough to lose sleep, but it's not great news.
2: It's one of those tough situations, though, where like a player probably values themselves at a different level than the program values you. Yes. Clearly. And, you know, we've talked to Derek a lot over the last four years. Uh, likeable guy, like him, Atlanta guy, so mm-hmm. you, you always, yep. always rooted for him. Um, but Derek McClendon thinks Derek McClendon is one of the top defensive ends in the country. He has said that numerous times. Yes. I think he might think he's the best defensive end in the country,
3: despite a lot of
1: evidence
2: to the contrary, the numbers don't bear that out.
1: Right. You're not even the second best defensive end on your team, but
2: okay. But if you have that belief, which is good, man, everybody you should, is, have, you that should have that belief. Yeah. But
3: if you have that belief, I and believe you, I'm the best host on this show.
2: I mean, that's something that, you know, you've yeah. You know, there's, no evidence, there's no evidence. There's no evidence to that end, but he can believe it, and we want him to believe it. Gets believe me up it. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. If if you believe that, that's fine. But like, it could hurt your feelings if the team is not acting in a way that makes you feel like that's what you are. Yeah. And you know yeah. they're going out and getting a defensive end from South Carolina. Yeah. Who comes in and looks really good and yeah, he's you got, the
1: exact height and weight as you are, and the same <laughs> year you are.
2: And so, <laughs> yeah, man. And Jared versus is Jared verse. and Patrick Payton's becoming Patrick Payton. So. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things. It would be nice if he would have said, I'm with you. I think they'd be better off. They're they'd better, be better f- There are, And people bring up the numbers. Yeah, they have to lose a few players to get under 85. Not at that position. That's not the to, one yeah. you'd pick.
1: No. No, and they're already going to lose some guys just by virtue of the math, right? They have too many running backs, too many offensive linemen, you could argue. You know I mean? It seems it's like it stands to reason a guy here or a guy there from those two units are going to be gone at the end of this spring. Uh, I'm not sitting here telling you which ones. But there seem to be some obvious candidates. They didn't want to lose a defensive end. Again, it's not the end of the world. You wish the young man the best. You're right, Ira. He valued himself uh, a little bit more than the team certainly did. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, I think that's the other part of NIL. If a guy comes in and he gets money to come in and you don't feel like you're paid to what you think you're worth, well, that
3: tends to get into your feelings a little bit. I think that's uh, another example of it. Well, but the, the good news is, is if they do think there's a deficiency at that position, and they very well might, because depth is now, to me, a concern. You, Derek McClendon, like Jeff said, was not a game changer, but he was an experienced college football player that uh, could play. Um, he was a solid-ish defensive end. I'm not diminishing what he meant to this team. You can go find a Derek McClendon in the portal if you need to. They're not, not the actual one. But there's other guys that are... Although least, you could, if you're on another program, you could find Derek. Correct. Yeah, he in is the in there right that. now. He's right there, yeah. But yeah. you you could go find his equal or maybe someone a little better come the middle of April, right? Like, that is yeah. a possibility. That is the new world of college football. So I think when people hear this news, they're like, oh, well, that's kind of a bummer. But, dot, 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 there might be somebody better in the portal that now there's an opening for them to want to come to Florida State because there's a spot in the four-man rotation.
2: It is a nice thing that Patrick Payton is... is- developing his all around game because we knew Patrick Payton was a really good pass rusher. He showed that last fall. The fact that he, you know, Derek McClendon has played a lot of football and is a grown man has been in the system for four years. He's a guy that can play the run and the pass. And so now Patrick Payton, P- Patrick Payton, taking his game to that level where you don't have to take him off the field. He can set the edge. That's a big deal.
1: Yeah. He's going to have to get better and better at it. It, yeah. it appears that he is. We'll see how he does in games at that role. Um, somebody else can step up in that room as well. So let's see what they do there. I know they've been kind of experimenting with some different guys. So we- we'll see. You're not better without Derek McLennan.
3: It's not the end of the world that he left. But you might end simple. up by August, depending on what, if you do anything in the portal, your defensive end position might be better. Maybe. Than it is right now. But that's assuming they're even going to go get someone. Yeah. Which that, that is an assumption. Yeah. And, and you never know.
1: And that is the beauty is that you, you have an opportunity uh, at the end of spring to reevaluate and kind of decide, all right, what do we think we have? What don't we have? The bottom line is this, though, and post-scrimmage, I think this becomes apparent as well. This is by far and away uh, the best four State's rosters looked in eight years. And, and you know, it, it's it's been a minute. They've got guys for days. When you can hold starters out across the board at key positions and still see the productivity and the talent, Uh, into which you can field a first string, a second string, and a third string even without those starters out there, and it's competitive still because you have depth on the offensive line, because you have depth on the defensive line, because you have depth at wide receiver and running back. On and on we go. I mean, that's Florida State's in a really good position, and when you're in a really good position and competition runs hot, uh, some guys are going to get their feelings hurt. I think at the end of spring some more feelings will be hurt I'm not going to be surprised if four or five guys are gone at the end of the spring. It's not the end of the world. It's what happens when you have elite competition and better players on your roster.
2: I think this one's kind of similar to Trayshawn Ward. I mean, you like know, an opportunity to you, go play well, somewhere else. Yeah. And, and you'd yeah. like, you'd like Treshawn Ward on this team. Nobody wanted to see Trayshawn Ward go. I think you'd like to see Derek McClendon on this team, but in both cases, it's kind of like, yeah, I understand. Like everybody understands.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I understood why Malik McClain left. Right. I got it. I now, mean,
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree. That one's still younger. You know, you feel like, but no, I'm, yeah, you wouldn't be mad at him.
1: No, I I didn't like it as a fan. It upset me because I think his upside is, is very good. But, you know, I mean, he may very well at Penn State have a much greater opportunity to catch more passes than he would here. I think that's probably true.
3: He just has to live in Pennsylvania. No offense, all our fine listeners from Pennsylvania.
1: Well, that particular part of Pennsylvania. I did, is, I did. I
3: did mean offense to the that. Part. Yeah, 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 the sticks. Yeah, and the yeah, it's a lot
1: different. He's not living in Pittsburgh. He's living in the sticks. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Are one road,
3: way? one lane road going in and out. Right? Correct. Correct.
2: Neither of you guys have ever been there. I've been there once. Oh, really? Yeah, I never saw a game there. So did your dad never like? I know he was a huge college football fan. You guys went to a lot of FSU games in cool environments, but you never does he ever like say, "I want to go to Michigan, Penn State." The
3: only time we did that was '96 when Tennessee played Florida in uh t- at Tennessee. He wanted oh. to go see that game. I think it was one versus Peyton Manning versus that yeah. awesome Florida team. And Florida got up 35 to nothing and the place was not not all that was it rocking? Yeah, was, it was rocking. It- now Tennessee made it like 35-29 was the final, but yeah. uh it-, it was so over so early that you didn't get the full effects of Neyland Stadium, but he always wanted to see a game there, so we did that.
1: Neyland's a lot of fun, and I, and I get it. When you ask the big-picture question of college football, it's like every year when Florida State's schedule comes out, I look for the bye week or where they're on the road against somebody soft that I don't care about. I'm like, is there a chance? Is there an opportunity that there's another game that aligns uh, that is is perfectly suited for that weekend to, to go on down because I would like to watch Auburn Alabama play. I want to see. I'd like to do all
2: of it, or just take another trip to Miami just for the fun of it.
1: <laughs> I don't want to take just another. Why trip would anybody Miami. do that? This guy would do. it. Well, yeah. I thought I wait. So listen at the uh at the end of the day, Florida State got out of that scrimmage healthy, and the backup quarterbacks played a lot. This intrigues me. I want. I, I think this is a topic worth. Kind of vetting over time here.
3: Norvell, by the way, talked about it last night at the booster thing about why he held Travis out. He's like, I was a, zero reservations about it. He's proven through five practices. That yeah, he's, I think we he's know he can at play. Elite level. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're not worried about him. And also, I think there's a legitimate competition uh, for those other three guys. I, yeah. I, I think it's going to be interesting. I think even the freshman has turned heads to the point where they're like, "All right, let's see how this plays out." I mean, it's in their best interest. To figure out what role those three guys play on this football team.
2: Well, I think, yeah, I think most FSU fans would be fine with like Jordan, Travis just being put in like in a cryogenic chamber for the next four <laughs> months or five Bubble wrap, baby. Just, yeah. Just keep him protected. Keep, you know, there's several of those players that you probably would put in that line. So I don't think anybody's mad that Jordan didn't play in that scrimmage. As far as the quarterback thing, though, I don't know, man. I, I'm going to clap back at you guys a little bit on this. I think I've heard both of you say something along the same lines. I, I think Tate's number two. Without question, this fall,
3: I think the I think the um, the battle is for three. In my opinion, that's possible. I, I've been really impressed with Glenn. He just to me he looks different as a as a freshman in his first spring. Correct. Than Duffy did last year, he looks so much more improved right. and are so much more just competent. And, and look, man, he's a true freshman quarterback in spring. Oh, we,
1: we, we don't think he's going to start or anything, right? right. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: just uh, the way he looks compared to the way that Duffy looked last year yeah. at this time, and yeah. Duffy looks better now. Clearly he's had a year, but Glenn just, I mean, I don't, I just, I I feel like there's something there, man. The way he just seems so calm. He definitely has an air
2: about him that you could see a tour of duty. Like you could just see the way he carries himself as a 18 year old. We assume he's 18, somewhere in that ballpark, but a kid who should be in high school, the way he walks around, the way he just carries himself. And then it carried over to the practices you see it there as well. One thing I would say, and Tom and I talked about this a little bit on the uh, the Monday smash that was Tuesday morning. That moved around. Because yeah, the power, power outage. outage yeah. Come uh, on, Tallahassee. Get it together. The uh, One thing I would say there, though, is don't you think the fact that that quarterback room is in such a better place now? You know, a year ago, Jordan was still trying to prove he was Jordan. You know, yeah. like people were still questioning Jordan Travis. Sure. Tate certainly did not have a lot of gravitas. For good to, reason. You know, so those two guys probably a year ago, I don't know how much time they were spending on – Bringing along AJ Duffy, whereas now you would think maybe that whole room is kind of bringing along Brooklyn. I'm just yeah, that's one true. thing you could say. It's it's definitely a and you had a new quarterback coach last year. I just could see Brooklyn's in a great situation. I don't know how many quarterbacks come into a college where you've got three guys anymore, including two that played a lot of yeah. co- one that's you know one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Another one that's played a lot of college football. I think you know Brooklyn's in a, in a really good position. Doesn't take anything away from him. Um but I think that I think that the battle in twenty twenty four is going to be awesome.
3: Yeah, that's going to be the real battle, right? Is it's going to be that's where I look. I think Rodemaker is for sure the number two this year, but I I do not mean I do not think that means he's for sure number one in twenty twenty four. Like that's going to be a real battle. Yeah. That's going to be a real. I battle. completely agree with that. Yeah.
1: I don't think there's any guarantee that Tate Rodemaker is the starting quarterback at Florida State in the future. Correct. I don't hey, think he's got to get he's got to get better and he, better and better. He's going to have to get better and better and better and. It's just it's going to be fascinating to watch that play out because I think there is something to Brock. I think they may probably hit on him early on. It looks like you probably hit on a guy, and so the battle between he and Duffy, and then the following year, the battle between Duffy, he, and Tate will be huge. And you're bringing in another quarterback who everybody's excited about as well. So I, I, that that should be fascinating. Well, um, I would
3: think one of the three by
1: you know, somebody the will be gone. Of
3: Twenty-four will be gone.
1: Yes, yeah. without question, you're going to see more of that, and that conversation. It's always dicey to have because you don't want to project that somebody wants to leave, but you're going to have to just look at numbers and start saying, well, if this guy's not taking a big step forward, he's a candidate that they'll process. They'll, they'll get him out of here. You got to start looking at guys like that. There are guys within that offensive line group. That's a huge group. I can't believe we're able to say that. Yeah. That you have 12 guys fighting for five spots, but you have some other guys that aren't part of that 12. They got to probably take it on down
2: the road. Yeah, and that's a t- tough situation, though, because on the one hand, you could I'm sure there are some players who want to play. Like, they want to go play. They feel like they can play today. Yeah. They see a logjam ahead of You brought in these transfers. I want to go play. Derek McClendon's one of those examples. Some other guys might be like, you know what, man? Being a Florida State football player ain't all that bad, and we might win yeah. a bunch of games this year, yeah. and I'm kind of cool. Apparently,
3: not that second part about winning a bunch of games, but apparently that's what the whole basketball roster is doing. <laughs> It's like, uh, hey, it's pretty cool to be a Florida State. I yeah, mean, yeah. who would have thought that in the late March, the first Florida State athlete in the portal would be a football player and the basketball team's just hanging out? Yeah, it's,
1: it's bitterly disappointing.
3: <laughs> Similar headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV continues
1: in a moment. What's up, guys? Our next partner that you're going to hear from is Athletic Greens. You've heard me talk about Athletic Greens in the past. Happy to talk about them again. I take Athletic Greens every day. And I gave them a try because certainly I wanted more energy, sustained energy. I wanted to support my immune system. I don't like taking pills and vitamins per se. And I wanted something that tasted good too. And the first time I tried it, I was very surprised. Uh, it had an appreciable effect on my energy levels. And also, uh, over time, you'll note that it uh, it helps your skin, your hair, your nails. I don't have a lot of hair. But if I did, I bet I could feel that. I bet I could tell. It's a comprehensive health Uh, habit. And uh, it is a a powerful one at that. AG1 is great for recovery. Uh, That's athletic greens. And uh, I I take mine basically when I wake up every morning. I don't have to worry about it because you get all the nutrients that you want. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to get all of your vitamins. It's a carbon neutral business, by the way, if that's important to you. It is to a lot of people, and that's good to know as well. I would also note, that uh, it is a comprehensive solution to what you need from a supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs right now with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com JCS. Helps me out, guys, if you use that. Not financially, but it lets them know that you heard this ad on my show. And I do take it, and I am vouching for them because I enjoy their product. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Check it out. I think you'll note the difference in your life with a simple drink each and every morning to start your day. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. You don't have to play the music because I got to tell the fine folks about the, the fact that the NFL season has come to an end. Yes, it has, in case you didn't notice. But in my bookie, the opportunities don't win or to win, don't stop. Get it together. Whether you bet to earn or make the games more exciting, my bookie gives you the most for your money. The redesigned deposit bonus. Getting started is easy. Just visit mybookie.ag. Use the promo code WARCHANT to claim a bonus of up to $2,000. Use the promo code WARCHANT to get a deposit bonus that gives you extra funds to play with. All the way up to two grand. With MyBookie, Bet on the NBA, NHL, UFC, or play for the share of the big cash prizes in the weekly online blackjack tournaments. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win like mybookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere
0: with mybookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chafel, and Corey Clark.
1: So what do we expect to see today, gentlemen, at practice? What do you think? Uh, take it easy after the scrimmage or do they get back after it? and They don't, they don't
3: do easy at this program, right. Jeff. That's not how they play. By the way, um, talking about this on Wake Up War Chant and the fact that he scored a touchdown in the scrimmage, I don't know who was on the field that he beat, but... Is Vandrevious Jacobs a thing? Oh, like, yeah, he he's going to he's play, play. Yes. this year, probably? Yes. yes. A lot, yes. you think? Yes, I, think so. I think so. Yes. Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. I think so. I mean, I think, you know, just a combination of the fact that we what he's doing. We call him Dre
3: Jacobs? Is that what we're calling him Dre? All day Dre, I, Dre baby. I, I
2: go with Van Drabius. I like Van. Van's good, too. V.J.?
3: Yeah, every, there's a lot of Dre. I think a lot of people call him Dre. I know, but Van. Well, there's not a lot of Vans. But we're there.
2: not like everybody but else. But I'm just Jeff. saying what the man wants to be. Corey called. Corey calls people whatever yeah, he, he wants makes, to call him. Yeah, exactly up the right. Names. I'll make yeah. up yeah. names.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, but no,
2: I definitely think he's going to play, and he, he's going to he, play. He's I good. mean, again, though, it it goes to that room, and you and you start asking like, okay, what are the combinations of players you play? Because I mean, Winston Wright was a slot receiver at West Virginia. Um, you know, Micah Pittman when he comes back, mostly a slot receiver. I think Vandrevy is probably early on. I think that's where he might fit, but he obviously can play outside too. we got Johnny Wilson, Kentron Portier, who's having a really good spring. Williamson. Darian Williamson. So, yeah, I mean, you, it's going to be.
3: So, right now, do you think the the top four outside receivers are Johnny Wilson, Portier, Darian Williamson, Van Jacobs? And that's right, everyone. We're going with Van. It's Van. Is that your top four on the outside? Because Winston, I think Winston Wright's a slot yeah. guy. Yeah. Winston is a slot guy. And Ja'Kai's a slot guy. Right. Yeah. Am I forgetting anyone? I feel like that's right. Like, Mike Micah, is obviously in there. But Micah. Yeah, I mean, I think
2: some people – well, yeah, and some people probably were hoping to hear Hakeem Williams. Um, and he may get there, but I just don't know if he's – I mean, he's, he's not, just not as polished as Van Dravius.
1: Yeah. Van Dravius is uh, fun to watch. He has made an instant impact. Every practice we're at, he makes plays, period. Uh, he's further along, more developed than Hakeem is. And uh, that could just be the product of where you come out of high school and what you were asked to do. Uh, but he's polished, and so I don't think there's any doubt. When you ask the question, "Is he going to play? Is he going to play meaningful reps?" I think so. He's good.
3: Yeah,
2: it's going to be interesting during interviews because, like, I'm not big on talking to these players and using their nicknames because I'm 52 years old. It would right.
3: be a weird thing. But are you going to say all day? Trey, I was him, wondering. If you would always call him J-Boo, though. You're like J-Boo, <laughs> yeah. Quick question. I,
1: yeah, quick question. Uh, yeah, Jay-Boo. that was me.
2: That was yeah. me for sure. Uh, I didn't like doing it when I was 25 or 30. I certainly don't want to do it when I'm 50.
1: I typically don't ever. So, yeah.
2: yeah. So, but it's kind of weird to like use it now, but then I'm in person, I'm not going to, I don't know. So I feel like it depends deal. on the nickname. And I don't think people know him that well to be like, oh, yeah, Dre. And everybody's I, like, oh, I know who you're talking about. I also about. don't
3: think you go up to someone and, and start your first question with, Van Vandravius, let me ask you a question. <laughs> you just ask the question. Hey, yeah. man, yeah. that's how you usually start. That's how because we Because they tell you, we've got Vandravius right yeah. here. And then you just ask the question.
2: Man, back in the day, Elliot Feinbloom, love you, Elliot. But when he was the baseball SID sometimes, mm-hmm. he would bring players out for interviews and not tell us who they were.
1: You're like, I don't know that kid.
2: Dude, they yeah. all, are. I mean, baseball players, man, yeah. I could never yeah. tell. The-
1: You're like, they're who all is- 5'10. You're I mean- like, well, they, they are if they play here. I mean, <laughs> sure. Jesus Christ, I'm tired of this nonsense. Florida's got 6'5 I mean, giants. Giants everywhere. Thank God we got our rain out because <laughs> this true. would have been an ass kicking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of this nonsense. Can we develop uh, a pitcher at some point in history?
2: I looked up. I was telling Jeff yesterday on the JCS show. Yeah, you were. Jeff Cameron show. Um, 1 to 3 p.m. Still mm. 93.3. Yeah, still wildly popular. Doing well. The uh, I was telling him uh, that I looked up the – you may have already done this too, but the baseball pitching stats from a year ago, just strikeouts and walks. This year, they're not quite twice as many strikeouts as walks for the pitchers. Yeah. Last year was like three and a half times as many. Yeah. And
3: uh, they're 177th in the nation in walks as an offense. Yeah, like they don't walk. They don't. They don't strike out much anymore either. But
1: what's is you have kids on this team hitting 370 that don't walk. So that's like that's strange. Like they're 370 batting average with a 400 on base percentage. Yeah. Well, they don't. They don't walk.
2: Yeah. I think two things here. One is I think well, and I think Florida State's pitchers maybe aren't real thrilled about challenging hitters, and I think other teams' pitchers probably aren't real concerned about challenging Florida State's hitters. That would appear to be, yeah. There's not a lot of guys in that lineup that are going to change the scoreboard. I mean, there's a couple. Yeah,
1: Tibbs does, and he walks. But, yeah, there aren't many who do, yeah.
2: Tibbs walks because, yeah, they're afraid to pitch him. They're afraid
1: to pitch to him, right. I mean, and he's really, really good. Um,
3: Cue the Taylor Swift uh, graphic. (laughs) We're talking too much about this. Well,
1: we got got bailed out today, man.
3: Woeful baseball team.
1: I woke up, saw those clouds. I was like, please tell me those clouds are in Jacksonville. (laughs) <laughs> Please tell me those clouds are hanging out in Jacksonville. Best well. rainout ever. Let's go. We got a Bull Durham rainout on our hands. Never turn on the sprinklers <laughs> yeah. over there. Can't, sorry, can't play. Yeah, no chance of playing this one. It's frustrating, very, very frustrating. All right, so we were talking about the football team, and I think everybody would like us to return to talking about the football team because it's not like we can segue to basketball, guys. No. no so, hey, so. congrats
3: to Miami. No. For, okay. Sorry, no. Ever. ever. It's no. a Florida show. We're it's in Florida. It's FAU, baby. Let's yeah. go, Owls. Let's go. I, 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 did the, I tweeted I did fake that it, or whatever. <laughs> especially now. I mean, we knew that Miami team was good. Clearly, they're in the Final Four, and they could win the thing. Well, no, um, but this is the worst Final Four in history, so okay, it is. Yeah. But it's like it's man, pretty gross. Is that really not the most inexplicable? I, it's the most inexplicable Florida State victory maybe of my lifetime.
1: 25-point lead for Miami at home. In the second, in the second, th- the second, half. second half. Against a bad
3: basketball team. Yeah. It's
1: not Wh- like. Whom they've lost 10 out of the last 11. Teams. But, like, remember Miami when Florida State, Florida State
3: blew the lead to Carolina up there with Sam Cassell yeah, and Holly Ward with a 21-point yeah. lead with 10 minutes left? Yeah, heartbreaking. Well, that North Carolina team was the national champion. Yeah. It wasn't they a 9 something to them. They had a little something to them. The best <laughs> Miami team in history lost to the worst Florida State team in history after blowing a 25-point lead at home. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's been a more inexplicable game all season, including Purdue losing to far, Fairleigh Dickinson.
2: The only one nice thing if they did win the national title, which could happen, there man. There is
3: no nice thing.
1: That the could one nice
2: thing is it took a national championship team to break the Bojica. Yeah. So, to, and to and boy, fair, prevent the Bohica. Yeah.
1: And barely. Barely did it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if they would have switched barely, it and yeah. played at Miami, they first, would have had the Biden to Bojica laid upon them. Yeah. yeah, and and as it stands, they're not going to because UConn's going to win it all. Don't but say that.
3: You just jinxed it.
1: No, UConn's going to win this thing going away. I hope. It's almost like the last time UConn won. It's ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. Anytime
3: terrible. UConn is decent at basketball, they just go ahead and win the national championship. And then they're you don't hear from them for seven years.
2: So, at, least Dan, at least Danny Hurley's a likable guy. He is. <laughs> you kind of want to root for Remember him. Remember when
3: Phil Kopher got
2: into it with oh, yeah. him? That was yeah. awesome.
3: Because Kopher wasn't playing, but Curley, Hurley wouldn't shut up the whole game. It was a very strange game. And deal. then he, he barked at Kofer to tell him to shut up, and Kopher just pointed at the scoreboard. It was awesome. It was just the most <laughs> – It
2: was awesome. He walked over and do. beat
3: him half to death. Well, he could have do done five, that seven.
1: too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's ridiculous. Hurley's uh, like I'm a scrappy, yeah, I'm a scrappy yeah. New I'm a, Jersey guy. It's like all right, Kofers going to throw second. you in a trash can. Yeah, no, that I wish that would have happened. Uh, so back to the football. I team. did like
2: seeing Gonzaga lose. I I, I, liked kinda, I, I would have liked to have seen it a week earlier. Why do
1: I? Why do we not? Just because they beat Florida State? Think, like
3: why do we
2: not no, like? Them? I
1: think we got tired of them being talked about every freaking year.
3: I think Iris got something more personal, like Tony Bennett with Mark. Few, no,
2: I, no, No, I don't. It's just that they do get so much hype. When they don't really play anybody. Yeah. no, no that's, the right, that's the right thing to like, say.
1: Their league yeah. sucks. And My they, East and, Coast bias. Yeah.
2: You, and the East fact coast, that they. Yeah. I mean, it's look. They, yeah. They're not playing. I mean, they're. they are Yeah. Their conference. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. SR. So they're every year. They're, they're birthrighted into 25 wins.
1: Yeah. And it's
3: a great program out of nowhere. Because if you've ever been out to where they are. Oof. It would be hard to recruit. Now, I was thinking about it the other day. When they were getting beat by 30 points. It's like. We grew up in a time. Where nobody had ever heard of Gonzaga, like literally Correct. all through the eighties and nineties until they ups, i think they upset Florida in a NCAA tournament right. back in the late nineties. The only thing they were known for was Stockton's alma mater. That was it, and was—it it, just—I didn't even know how to pronounce it. And now here we are with a whole two whole generations thinking Gonzaga, and they are a blue blood. Like but, we just grow up with Gonzaga being a blue blood. Brady doesn't know any other world but Gonzaga being a powerhouse in basketball. And it's
2: just the way they're treated, man. Like this is again, like this—they treat Mark Few like he's making wine out of water. And it's like, dude, they've got NBA players. Like, when they beat Florida State... Well, the fact that they have
3: NBA players is what's Well, but remarkable. that's impressive,
2: but then they act... I don't know. It just feels like there's an act like it's just... And then, like, Drew Timmy, after their their last win, the sideline reporter said that to him, the most Well, Did you see that? Yes. She goes... You're everything that's great and everything about, that's college right ba- about college basketball. It reminds me hell? of the way they used to talk yes, about Tebow. hundred yeah. percent. When they
1: would talk about Tebow, you'd be like, "I'm going to get sick. I'm going to throw up right here." Uh, what this is guy. that? Where
2: does that come from? And also, why is Drew Timmy everything that's good about college basketball? And there's nothing
1: wrong with Drew Timmy, but that's
3: no, a weird why thing is, to say. is That was bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really bizarre interview. And she didn't. Everything that's right about college basketball just brick two free throws to let UCLA <laughs> go down and take the lead, and didn't even ask him about it. And he had 38 uh, points. did he? Just called him a legend. And said he's everything right. That's uh, everything that's right about college
1: basketball. So that's
2: what that's with a lot of my hatred for sports teams. Yeah. It's usually because of how other people treat them.
1: And the thing that stinks about that when it happens is like that's not Timmy's fault that that she asked that no. question and said what she said. That's absurd. Same thing you
3: feel like yeah. with Tebow. No, right? I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Tebow, you you were like give Tebow a break. It's uh, not his fault uh, the way he's covered. Well, he said plenty of dumb things. Yeah, he did, uh, he did. Uh, on the regular. Yo, yeah, sure. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. It
1: yeah, yeah. got glossed over all the time, but yeah, he did. Uh okay, okay, so I wasn't allowed. I just want to on the record. I tried, guys. I was circling his back to football, but somehow Ira kept going to Gonzaga. He, wrestled, he wanted he to keep it away. Keep he talking, it away. talking about Mark. Which two. is fine, I'm, I'm which done is now.
3: fine. We're going to commercial break. Now we'll come back and we'll go to football. Can we talk more about Van Jacobs when we come back?
1: I, I actually don't like it. You don't like Van? I, I do Van Jacobs I, doesn't really work. It doesn't Van, work.
2: Van is okay. Van's fine. Van Jacobs doesn't really work. It, it feels like Van Wilder or something. Yeah,
3: it doesn't work for some reason. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I Dre, we got to do. You something. didn't push back
1: on it, so I knew you knew I was right. Yeah, on this. yeah. Let's think about it. We'll yeah. work on. It. We'll okay, work on. Okay, we'll some. come up with something. Unless you want to call him all day, Dre, every time you address it. F that.
3: Every time I interview him. Yeah, yeah. all, all day. day, Dre. I'll just and I shortly oh, all day. Oh, just go all day. Yeah,
1: all day solid. Now you could just go all day. All day. It would be very weird for you to do that. Of course, <laughs> yeah, we it would, would, would all be
3: uncomfortable. But I want to see it and film it. All right. Ask Norbell. Hey, Coach, man. So All, uh, all day, day had another, another solid day. solid practice today, yeah. and he'll be like, What are you talking about? And no, i He have to would, explain know. Him he would know it's All Day. Oh, yeah. Day. They probably, the coaches probably call him All Day already. Be, yeah, uh, probably, all day already. Be, yeah, that's
2: what you do with freshman receivers. <laughs> just call All Day. You give him nicknames. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do with Fred Rouse at work. <laughs> oh,
3: oh, man. Fabulous. What was man. he? Fab Five? What was he?
2: Freddie P. Fat, yeah, he was fat. Yeah. Uh, the Fab
1: Five. <laughs> <laughs> Coach All Day, four catches, 70 yards today. Your thoughts on All Day? Some of the headlines, Real Talk Radio. War Chant TV continues in a moment.
0: Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark.
1: At least you two are very excited about the uh, opening day that begins on Thursday for Mm. Major League Baseball. Yeah. reason to... Embrace, I, I embrace it as well. And in fact, it's a chance, it's an opportunity to remind everybody that Jeff Cameron Show will be live at the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill on Thursday, 1 to 3 to embrace the return of opening day and some hot dogs. Apple pie with cheese,
3: Corey. Okay,
1: all yeah, right. Yeah, let's get after it. Man, I wish I could be That's there. I'll be thing. up in Atlanta. It's really good. Yeah. That's the
2: thing. It's really good. Apple pie with
3: cheese. Yeah, yeah, I've never partaken in it, but
1: You'd like, people... it. What
2: kind of cheese? Like American. American.
1: You can, well, you can you can, you can can do a slice of American, or you not, can not, have some not cheddar. Not American. 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 Yeah, and you can take cheddar and just slice it on there and melt it just a little bit. A little is bit there up. anything Why? American? A why? Warm, like, warm apple pie is pretty good on its own. Yeah, I don't know why. That's not like cheese sucks. You put the two together, there you go.
3: There's nothing more American than apple pie with American cheese on it. Right. That's right. as American as it gets. It's you could throw a, a firecracker in there. It's delicious. It's <laughs> delicious. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't get more American than that. Oh, Chili dog. Be- <laughs> By the way, I wanted to – because I'm going to talk to you about this real quick, and then we'll get on with, with sports, but Ira's daughter put on a – I was there. I know. I was, yeah. too. Yeah.
1: But nobody I, I'm knew. I'm not sure
3: I believe that. <laughs> exactly right. Is I was it, thinking huh? about that. I, so <laughs> –
1: I get there late. I, I saw the text. I was like, good try, so, Corey. Uh, so, uh, good try.
2: So we. Well, let me just say. So, yes, my daughter wrote a play. She's a student at FSU. They had a student production. It was this weekend. I tweeted about it last week. Everybody was very nice. People are so nice. Oh, I
1: are. don't know about people that. But, nice. yes, they were about A lot of this, people yeah. are very nice yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
2: you guys were, well – you were definitely was kind enough wife. to come. You and Christy Kane, right that was awesome. Sitting right you behind you. saw them you. in
1: person. Yeah. Well, so, we greeted them before the play right. began of so, and sat with them.
2: So let me tell. So I
1: know. You so, were right behind
3: them. Just, I saw. Yeah.
2: So so after the play, and, and Alexa, I had told them that, you know, yeah, I told a few friends they may try to come. Tim and Zoe came the night before. I don't awesome. believe that. They did. So anyway. <laughs> I, uh, That's the, where
3: I got all the information about what the so, play was about. So, I, sure.
2: so after the show, I'm sitting there and I get a text from Corey saying, "Hey, <laughs> he actually asked, did Kai, did Kai and, hook up? Did with, Kai and Bella hook yeah, up? Yeah, because yeah. you were on the text. Yeah, yeah, I was on the thread. And uh, and so I'm like, oh man, Corey really came. And he said he came late but left early because he wasn't feeling well.
3: Mm.
2: And I was like, more you know that what? story? I was like, you know, it's I even if he did come, even if he didn't come, I appreciate Jeff doing Corey a solid by telling Corey what the play was about right, so, right. so he would not act right. like that yeah, he, he would yeah, tell
3: yeah. me the wrong stuff <laughs> he'd be like and then the dinosaurs yeah, you know the ate the you know, little girl yeah so,
2: great. so i was like i told i showed it to Alexa. i was like Corey was here and i was like and then later i was like you yeah, know i don't know if he was really there but it was so, cool that jeff did that for him
3: so i got there uh <laughs> late brunch i got there about five minutes late it started at two i was at 205. Well,
1: the parking ain't great there, guys. It's, no, not, it great. Not, not, it's not, great not great. It's not great. And
3: I had a little trouble finding the place. And then I walk in, and the play's going. And it's a smaller auditorium. I was hoping it was a big More auditorium details. where you could sneak in. Yeah. And so it's dark. Yeah. But I can see it's I can see it's a small auditorium. And I'm like, man, I'm going to open this door right now in the middle of this dramatic, her reading this letter mm-hmm. um, to Kai. And everybody's going to see me, so I waited outside for like five minutes, and I'm like, "Am I just going to listen to this play standing up outside the door? Because I don't want to be a distraction." I was waiting for an act break that never came, where the lights would go low. So finally, I'm like, "Screw it! I'm just going to go in." I go in, I watch about thirty to thirty-five minutes of it, then my stomach starts making a noise so loud
1: that the, the, the couple people in the back, the couple
3: look? in front of me, keep looking over, and I'm like, "And it's not like a loud play no, where there's a quiet. lot it's of quiet. other music. Yeah, yeah. It this is, is very quiet at times." Yeah. yeah. And all I can hear is my stomach. And I'm like, this is not good. I should just go. I've got to go. I, I really am invested in Kai and Bella. I hope it works out. <laughs> I, it's a sad life for my man Kai with the, the mom. The alcoholic mom. That's life. tough. He's got to work three jobs. But I really got to go because I'm going to distract yeah. the people on stage.
1: All right. That sounds like enough detail that I think he... Was, Alexa, he was, Alexa
2: was really... Touched. She was oh, like, Well, that's she was,
3: she was like, Probably more touched that I was there and didn't even tell anyone and bounced.
1: No, probably.
2: just the fact that you guys came. She was like, The whole Sed- Seminole Headlines crew is here. That's what we do. Play. That's what we, we really we support. We're there in our
1: support. Our she did a great job. I thought it was well done,
3: uh well written,
1: most importantly. And Brady's um, got a game
3: right. tomorrow if you guys want to head up to Atlanta. I'm not going to make that. It. I'm okay. going to tell
1: you right now, I'm not sneaking in and sneaking out to Atlanta. <laughs>
3: Fair enough. <laughs> also, For, uh,
1: probably because of
2: McDonough. McDonough is the Big, worst. What
1: do you want me to do? Jeez, I can't speak into Atlanta and without having to go to McDonough.
2: And if we go to watch him play, we're only staying until you get thrown out.
3: <gasps> or just don't even tell me you're there and leave <laughs> before the game's over. <laughs> just, to, just to prove a point. So last night I went to the Norvell thing. This is a Corey, Corey story. Um, I went to the Seminole Boosters right. tour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I walk in, and there's obviously a huge line for people to greet Mike Norbell. They take a picture, get a picture with him. He can sign stuff.
1: Was it here last night? Yeah, it was yeah. at
3: Doke. Okay. Um, or whatever, the Champions Dunlap. Club. The Dunlap Champions Club. So I, don't, I want to get you, that right. You always, I, I'm always going to get yeah. that right. Dunlap. So anyway, before, while, while um, Culhane is introducing the program at 7 o'clock, Norbell comes over to where I'm standing, and I was like, hey, man, good to see you. I was going I to stand in line to get a picture with you, but the line was too long. And he laughed and then he turned around and said, I was gonna stand in line with you after I saw those shirtless spring break picks. Nice. Ah, how about that? How about that?
1: Stephanie's like, plan worked.
3: Is he stalking my Twitter page? Must be. He probably is. It's, he hasn't slid up into my DMs yet though. Well, but he could be in Stephanie's. Well, see, that's Look, the thing. We're, I know yeah. I know what
2: didn't happen. I know there's no way Alex Atkins took his phone to the whole <laughs> staff. <laughs> Look, look at this guys. guy. look at this guy. <laughs> that, that That's definitely a spray didn't happen. tan. Yeah. That's a spray tan he's got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that didn't happen.
1: Yeah, I, it could be that, because well, you know Stephanie has a thing. Oh, I, yeah, he could be following yeah, her. Yeah, but yeah. I
3: was wondering, like, how, there's no way he follows me on Twitter that closely that he would see that. So somebody must have taken it to him as like a joke. It uh, not made me I don't like, think look anybody at this took idiot. It to him. Oh, all right. He's on Twitter. He follows us. All right. Yeah. Okay. He wouldn't do that. And he, he, he would But that was nice. I mean, he did it as a joke, but it was. It made, made me feel good that old Mike Norvell yeah. saw what's going on here. <laughs> what a life. What a life we all live, gang. Isn't oh, this fun? Oh, my goodness you want gracious. to talk about sports now? I, well, I don't, we have time. Yeah. Can we talk more about uh, Dre Dre?
2: We're just going to see how long we can keep you away from talking about Florida State what football. What about
1: Dre Dre? The good news is we've got a series of questions coming up in hour number two that are all, I think, primarily. About, about, about Corey, about, Corey's, about body. Corey's body. I know you would want that, but that <laughs> we've got to answer the other questions about Understood. this football
3: team and where we're going. So, with that. have y'all have y'all ever seen? Yeah, of course you have. Norvell in those settings where he's talking to people because there was yeah. five hundred people there. You
1: and I went together to Pensacola. I mean, it's it's intense.
3: Like in in it's, yeah, he.
1: I want I want to add this, okay? Because okay. Ira, you brought it up last time we were talking. Uh, I think it was on some of the headlines, or maybe it was just when you were on the JCS. I don't remember, but. We talk about watching players and coaches grow and programs develop. And I the one criticism I've had of Mike has been, at times, and he's a young coach, you see it. He's a little immature occasionally. I thought the reaction after the LSU game, first game of the season – it was a bit much. It was a bit much for game one. Like, they had just won the national title his feet are in the air. I think it was
3: because of the way they won.
2: I don't think yeah. he would have done that. Because he was sweating the fact well, that they yes. were about to choke. I, I think it would have been an all-time disaster. If, if you're coming off kicked
3: of, a 20-yard field goal and they won by 10 points, he'd have walked off and shook his three
2: head. Three and six, five and seven, and then lose that game that way on that After stage. That's a,
3: a career-ender almost. But <laughs> my
1: point is yes, that correct. the reaction right. was like, okay, that's that's a bit much. So – there have been little moments like that where I'll say, you know what's going to be interesting is when he takes the next step and matures in a way where he gets used to winning games and is, you know, expecting to do so and all that. Public speaking, we need to dial it down. We need to dial it down a little bit, man. Not it's- everything is a Sunday sermon. <laughs> Not everything has to be the most intense moment of the evening. It's, the- it's okay but- just to, hey, we're going to play over in Ireland. Isn't that great? We don't need a crazy ass over the top.
2: Isn't that, <laughs> but isn't that, that's kind of first of all, that's who he is. Well, I, but also it's in those like that environment. Maybe the the Ireland press conference. I'm with you. I'm the there thing last night, people allowed are allowed to dial it back. People are paying to go. Yeah, they want rah, to, rah rah I and Hear it, how great they're going to be. Tell
1: stories. You know, besmirch but, other programs. Do that in that setting. It doesn't always have to be so damn intense.
2: Jimbo's were awesome because he only speaks one way also. And it's just like, he's talking to players like he would be in this room full of boosters and he'd be like talking to them. Like he's like getting ready for practice. It's like, I mean, these guys aren't, these people aren't playing for you. Like, what are you talking about? They need to focus and they need to, the smallest detail and how you, you know, and it's like, dude, relax. No, no, and,
1: I, and it's funny because we watch his interaction on a daily basis. This is how he is. Well, he's that way when he's going drill to drill. Football is a high-intensity sport, an emotional game. You get it. Coaches yell at players. Players yell back. All these things happen. That makes sense. But he's not always that way when he's talking. Like, well, afterwards, he'll calm down and just talk to us like a normal. It's perfectly – he can do that. You're right. At a booster situation, you're going to elevate it a little bit. Some of the other times there's there's times that you don't have to do it. It's my only thing. I think he'll get there. But think he is
3: I mean, he is straight up shouting into this microphone. Yes. People are ducking their ears. But he's my he's point. doing it, he's doing it like you always like, you know, and we're gonna be the heart. we're gonna be the, the the hardest working. And I mean, all the stuff he says he believes, and it's it is genuine. It is just funny seeing you you can imagine the, the the demographics of a booster meeting at, at Florida State and everybody ducking because he's because he, he's so intense but they I mean I was on an elevator with fans leaving the the stadium yeah they're pumped and the one woman uh, who was older than me I'm not going to guess an age but she was older than me. Um, but I mean, and I could play 29 right now. Probably. I was gonna say, yeah, I could play 29. I'm older than that, but uh, yeah. I don't
1: know. That's a white goatee and a bald head. I don't <laughs> think you're playing
3: 29, <laughs> my man. Probably, that's
1: true.
2: He's well, gonna have to take off the shirt.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you want to see something? No. Um, and she was like, I wanted to run through a wall
2: when he was yeah. talking. I'm that's like, they, yeah. And the guy,
3: and the other guy was like, yeah, he could be a uh, he could be a pastor too mm-hmm. with that. It's like so they're they're getting the message and they like it for the most part. And he did have some funny lines, um, but mainly it is. Always so proud of his players yeah, and, and his program. Also- and and re- I think it's because it, it almost, it's not like a sales job, but he just wants everybody to know how emphatic he feels about this program. I think there going. are
1: moments where you can tell that it's genuine, and then there are moments where it's theatrical. That's all I'm saying. There are, there are times where he's choosing. And so I, I completely get it, the intensity of coaches, and I get it, especially I get it when he's really proud of an individual or a segment group or the work that they put in in the off season, like that, that fires me up too. That's awesome. And you would want that. You want to celebrate that. That makes complete sense. Other times you're like, it's a banal issue. We don't need to be screaming here. There's no reason to be going nuts over this.
2: Everybody's not perfect in every setting. And I think we would choose Norvell's strengths and possible weaknesses over some other coaches we've had here lately that might've been better in that setting. And not so much with everything else.
1: Not so, so much with all the other things. Yeah, the trade-off is yeah, running, yeah, 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 running yeah, yeah. the program. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, uh, no, I think – but my point is that he's only getting better all
3: the time. That's true on and off the field. I think that'll get better too. I'm saying that that's going to get better as well. They'll, that balance will be there. He did say – he made a joke about having to race the defensive line now. That, you know, last year he picked the biggest guy on the team uh, to race. And now the defensive line is to a point where he has a hard time beating any of them and that he has to go get uh, treatment afterwards. The
1: athleticism of some of those guys running that are 310 pounds uh, on display during that race at practice is absolutely mesmerizing. Because Norvell's a Norvell's an athlete, man. He yeah, can run. He played college wide receiver. And yeah. they're keeping up with them. Oh, some of them are beating them. Yes. Braden Fisk beat him the first day by quite a bit, and he's 310 pounds.
3: And Patrick Payton sprints by him.
1: Well, and he should. Yeah. I mean, that's. But it is interesting to watch that, and I keep waiting because last year towards the end of the year. He ended up having a hamstring issue because he was sprinting out there. Man, you got, that's the problem. It, gets, well, taken he he it gets taken from us, guys. Well, he
2: literally has to stretch to get ready for it, you know? I mean, it's because he's, he's trying to run wide open.
1: He's running wide open, and the rules, unfortunately, uh, are against us as we age in terms of running wide open. Like, it, Corey found that out. In your 40s, yeah. running wide open is a recipe for a hamstring tear, complete yeah, there's not even a warning. It's no. just, oh, there it's goes the like, leg. like, oh, there he goes. Yeah. He's down. And I just don't want to see it. I'm worried about it. Because a couple times he's come up lame. You can tell. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, that's a, that's a hamstring ready to snap, or that's a calf that's just going to be pulled, and you're going to see him hopping all over the place. If
2: it happened to Dabo down the hill, would you feel bad at all? No. No. Like no. A, he, like a he looks thin. like a freaking idiot. If he's screaming in pain.
3: Oh no! no be because great. you know he's not dying. He's it's, not going to die. He'll be fine. I'd laugh. No, we would all laugh. Are you kidding me?
1: I'm if Dabo sprinting at the just top the humanity,
2: speed, just the humanity no, of it. No empathy. If he
1: makes the choice to lead the team by sprinting <laughs>
3: out there in front of everybody, like look at me, you can go to hell. Hey man, but imagine running full speed and falling down that hill. That <laughs> would be an all-time oh, classic. My. I mean, we, I would watch one it. One can
1: only hope that we uh, get this visual. It would be on par all with uh, how else does it end? Like, Randy... like he's
2: not going to stop on his own. He's not going to be like one season. You know what? I'm not doing that anymore.
3: No, it'll be him falling. No. You're right, and he's going to roll into the goalpost, <laughs> or he's going to take out the tiger, uh, and it's going to be mayhem. It'll. May- I'll watch it like it'll be on par with Randy Johnson and the bird. It'll be a sports highlight forever. If Dabo Sweeney falls down running down the hill, if
1: he busts ass and then goes tumbling about and clutches his hamstring in <laughs> agony. Corey, we are going to have to shotgun a beer or something. <laughs> We're going to have to do a live, a live. show. Yeah, We're going to have to go right live on like the air. I feel like that's bad moments.
2: karma maybe. No, no, a no, no, no. No, stop
3: it. No, no. He's had a lot of good things that happen in his life. <laughs> he he can deal miss. with falling down in front of millions of people. And
1: he's gotten away with saying absurdity after absurdity. No, no. That that has to happen, actually. Just to even out the universe. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, that That has to happen. And one can only hope that it does. This year when they play Florida State. Oh, that's a that's a special run down the hill there. Yeah, I mean he's going to be They're that's going to be a an top, extra five minutes around the stadium on the bus. That's going to be a top ten matchup, perhaps maybe. That he's will definitely be, be game day, right? That'll be college game
2: day. Could be if Florida State One takes care think. of business.
3: I think. I, yeah, I mean even if Florida State loses to LSU, they'll still be like a top fifteen team, and would, Clemson will be top five or ten. I think they don't play. Do they play anybody good to start the year? I don't think so. Now,
2: would you be would you feel bad if he <laughs> tears tears his hamstring slips? And then, like, two or three other players fall, and then they get hurt? No. Like, no,
1: man. What, what's no. going on? Is it, is it, 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 mean, what, at what point does comedy, the humanity? You're creating a comedy that we can all get behind. <laughs> and they chose to go play for him. And so they're running down a
3: damn hill. They're running down a hill. Bad things happen when you run, run full down, speed down, down a hill. Running
1: down a hill is not exactly the <laughs> smartest choice. I
3: mean, they're especially a not for him.
1: But, yeah, man,
3: there are repercussions for running down that hill at full speed. Especially when you're a good athlete and you can get really, you can get going really fast. The, the people, yeah, because that's what would happen. He leads it, right. he falls. The people behind, so the people like right behind Dabo, but they try to pull up, Ooh. and that's going to create a, a, a chaos behind them, and they're just going to all fall down like dominoes because the players aren't going to want to jump over Dabo. But they can't
2: stop when you're going full speed down the, the hill. It's all
1: the videos you see when the kids run the wrong way through the sign that's being held out there for them, the little kids, yeah. and they run into each other. Yeah. And some it are feels going like to It feels like it's
2: going to show up on, like, one of those loops yeah. in, like, the restaurants when you're watching, like, people falling off skateboards. and
1: Yeah, it'll be Man. just that, that
2: clip four be minutes
3: there. of Clemson Tigers just <laughs> piling, piling over up, each and, other. And the whole nation is, <laughs>
1: yes, this is what we've dreamt of. Headliner questions forthcoming. Hang in there. We'll get there in just a moment. Mm.